it's Rhonda Shortino. Thank you so much for joining me for Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive. I know there's lots of other stuff that you could be listening to, but this podcast is for you. It's to help you live an amazing life, the life that you were born to live. It's to help you love, to put your love into action, because that will change your life and the lives of everyone within your influence. It's to help you survive the tough times and to help you mine the lessons out of everything you go through, especially the most painful stuff that you go through, and to use those exact things to thrive. This is Rhonda Shortino with Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive. And today I have Amber Jewell, former foster kid, foster parent, social worker, school counselor, to talk about finding hope with your people. I love this topic, Amber. Let's just dive right into it. Yeah. So uh, I was telling you as we were getting ready, Rhonda, that this is probably my favorite. And this does come from the book that I'm planning to release in December of Finding Hope. This is a whole chapter about finding your people. It's probably my favorite because it can be one of the biggest challenge after acknowledging that life is tough. One of the biggest tools for moving forward with that is finding your people, but it can be a challenge in this society, especially in one where we're sitting in a COVID and not getting out and about. Um, But kind of what I was thinking when I wanted to start this was what I think about with my people is today I wore a, a semi-formal shirt and decent wardrobe. I'm not in my PJs with my hair up and my glasses down on my face, but if I was, and it was my people watching this, then they would get me. They would be the ones saying, ooh, I either need to call her or she must be tired or kids stayed up. They're people that you don't necessarily have to say something for them to get it. They'll they'll be interested enough to ask you. Mm. Those are your people. That's awesome. So you you answered the question that I had on my mind before I even before I even really could formulate it. So so if let's say that you don't know, you you feel like you have nobody. For for somebody out there right now who's totally isolated, let's say they don't like like you or I, the way I the way we um, came into adulthood, um, really not having uh, the the people that most people have. You know, right, right. Mom and dad siblings, whatever. I, I didn't have anybody. I know you had some siblings, but you know, for somebody who's really feeling very, very isolated and they say, well, I don't have any people, you know, what do you say? How do they, how do you find your people? How do you find them? That, that's a, a great question. Um, and I think what's important in what you said is you find your people because you are valuable and important enough to put that effort to find who fits you. And we know ourselves best. And you mentioned that I have siblings, but one thing um, people probably don't know is that I was the youngest of six children, but I was the only one who went into foster care. So it was very, very lonely and we didn't have any contact. And so, and this is one thing I was going to say is a lot of people look at me as this bubbly outgoing person. They say, oh, you already have your people. You already have them. Well, I didn't always. And it takes that effort to figure out what you want and search for that. Um, Finding those who you maybe can trust. Now from foster care or people from hard places, people with anxiety, we struggle with that trust. And so sometimes it's stepping out of our box a little bit to find somebody that we can work on trusting and be transparent that it's hard for us to trust, Mm -hmm. be able to say that to them. You can't isolate yourself from people and be able to find your people. So you really have to remember that you are worthy of that. And family does not have to be your people. 
family by no means. It can, great. It does not have to be. This could be for kids, somebody at school, church, somebody in your neighborhood. It could be at work for adults. It could be that friend that you see every three months, but you text each other on a regular basis. My best friend and I, we live four hours away and we're parents and we don't talk every day. We don't see each other every day, but she's one of my people. Oh, I love it. So what, it, what happens if, I'm, I'm still thinking about people who are totally isolated right now. Let's say that, you know, you, you, you find somebody who you think you might want to try to trust, mm -hmm. but it just doesn't work out. They really don't get it. Or you find out you really can't trust them. Um, how do you work up the courage to try again? Sometimes we need support to do that. I, I think we have to walk a fine line and remember that this is, yes, an independent thing, but because it's personal, but it's not an independent thing. It's also okay to get help if you need it. So from a professional um, or a trusted um, person who's maybe been there or connecting with somebody, you know, like Rhonda, I can talk to you and you get me when I talk about foster care or those frustrations. So finding somebody um, with that and acknowledging, this is back to what we were talking about yesterday, uh, acknowledging that it, it's tough and that you are worthy of, of a great person. And it doesn't have to be one person. Your people can be multiple people, mm -hmm. right? And you can go to them for different things. Sometimes I tell, and this is a classic thing I do with foster parents and foster families, is I actually have them um, write a circle, draw a circle and draw lines and name people that they could talk to about different things and actually write it out there. Look at your cell phone and say, who's on my phone? Who is it I text? Who do I call? Write them down because sometimes they're there and we forget they are, or that, we're blinded to that. Right. Ooh, that's really, really good. Um, gosh, I, I just, you gave me a thought. In this time that we're in, where people are, where everybody's pretty much supposed to be isolated, um, I was thinking about, when you said, look at your phone, it made me think about Facebook groups. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how, okay, I actually, yes, the bad news is that we're physically isolated, but the good news is that, I mean, this is the first time really in history when um, you can go online, you can go on Facebook, set up a Facebook page. It's totally free. It doesn't cost anything. I mean, as long as you have um, some kind of a, a device and you can get on the internet, there's that. Right, right. Um, but, you know, hopefully if you don't have that, you can make it to the library or whatever, but you can join groups. I know that I'm a part of Foster Care Alumni of America. I'm a part of Alumni Successes. I'm a part of, oh gosh, I can't even name them all, um, related to foster care, related to child abuse, related to um, uh, child welfare, uh, with, you know, the broader sense of, of right. foster care. I mean, there are lots of groups, women speakers I'm involved in. So... And the, and the good news about that is it's it's not limited to people within our geographical area. So I know where you are, you're in a very rural area. So if you were looking for groups of foster kids in a very you know rural area where you know it's a smaller population, I don't know if you could even find another one, but you go onto Facebook and you join a group and boom, you're with three or 4,000 people who had, of course, not your same experience, but similar experiences and who will, as you say, get you. Yes. And and how beautiful is that, that they're, and they're everywhere. So I literally can say, and, I, and I'm an off the chart introvert, so it sounds weird for me to even say it, but I literally have thousands, thousands of friends, people I stay in touch with 
not great, not great at it. But because of social media, I'm able to stay in touch with friends in New York and Arkansas. And just yesterday was Zooming with a new friend in Washington, D.C. and, you know, Florida, just all over the place. So it's really kind of, um, it's, I guess it's the silver lining to the right. dark cloud for me. Yeah. And can be for a lot of people. I think so. And it is stepping out of your comfort zone for some. I mean, my husband is a big introvert and his people are, are small. It's a small group of people and, and that's okay too. It could be a large group. And, and when I say your people, I, I want to specify that I'm not talking about those of us who are those who get along with everybody. I'm one of those people. Like in high school, I thought it was offensive that I was always called the nice one or the kind one. Like that was my biggest description. And now as an adult, I'm like, that's actually quite the compliment. <laughs> but I didn't know it as then because it was always, oh, you're just nice and everybody talks to you. Or sometimes in foster care is one of those that nobody did because of that stigma. When you're talking about your people, these are those people who are there for you in good times, bad. You have to get and build a relationship with this. It's not an overnight deal. I wish it was, but it's not to build that relationship. But also they're not always the ones that are gonna be the sweetest to you. They can hold you accountable, but they're gonna say at the end of that, because I love you. I want you to be happy and you can be. That's why I wrote the book, 30 Days to Happiness that was featured on the Ellen DeGeneres show and was included in her Kind Box distribution. So many people have reported finding their happiness with this book. Please go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G and order your copy today. Listen, this is not some foo-foo fluffy thing. These are meaningful, significant steps that you can take every single day to create your success. I'm so glad that you said that. I, I say all the time, um, I have one friend, I don't know if she's listening right now, um, Carolyn, about to, about to talk about you behind your back, Carolyn, if you're not watching. I've said to my husband so many times, everybody needs a friend like Carolyn. Mm -hmm. Because a good friend, a good friend will tell you when you have spinach in your teeth, right. if your zipper is down, um, and I just last night told my husband, uh, I was reminded of, I met my girlfriend for a concert. I always wanted to see Aretha Franklin. And so she was going to play. And, and uh, so we drove and we met there and I walked in. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be transparent and say it. Um, I had been working that week. It was like an 80 hour week. I hadn't washed my hair in four days. Gross, right? So I thought, okay, you know what? I don't have time to wash my hair. I'm going to go see Aretha Franklin. This is a this is a time I've been waiting for my whole life. I'm not going to be late. I don't want to miss one second of it. I'm just going to put more hairspray and junk in my hair. I had like $20 worth of junk in my hair. And I just poofed it as much as I could. I sprayed it. I walk in and I meet her and she's already seated. And she goes, what is wrong with your hair? What is wrong with you? Okay. Some people would go, wow, that's not a friend. No, no. Trust me, that's a friend. A friend will tell you that color blouse makes you look like you died last week. Take it off, give it away, don't ever wear it again. That's the kind of friend I want. And that's that's who Carolyn is to me. I love her for her candor. So I love that you said that. I hadn't even thought about it, but I don't think we need people around us who just go, uh-huh, all right, yeah, that's nice, okay, yeah. And they just agree and they don't ever hold you accountable or, um, or tell you what they really think. I want to know what people really think Yeah. in yeah. my life. I want honesty and candor. 
yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You, know, you just said the word was honesty, that that trust, um, which are honesty and trust are similar, a little different, but similar. And, and you want to make sure they have those characteristics to have that relationship. There's some characteristics of respect, too, that you want in these relationships. When you think of finding your people, um, that respect of you and that value and worth of you as a person, it needs to be mutual. If you associate with somebody in your life or maybe in your family that doesn't give you that equal level of respect, then it can still be somebody you talk to, still somebody you associate with. But when life is tough and you're getting to that point where you can say, so am I, you need to go and find your people that is probably not that one who doesn't treat you with that same level of respect. Mm. Your people need to be the ones that are, you can go to in hard times because it's a mutual relationship and a trusted one. Yes. You can have other people that aren't what I call your people and still have lots of relationships. An interesting thing Rhonda that I talked to some people about is I think we have this stigma in society that we're supposed to get along with a lot of people or have a lot of friends, but research actually says most people have one to two, maybe three close friends at a time. Those are not forever friends. Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't, life changes. But let's say two to three, that's really not as big a number as I think as a lot of people think, but that's the norm of what we would consider, I would consider your people. Oh, that's really good to know. Yeah, I think this this whole, um, I mean, kind of the, to me, the, the dark side of social media is this, um, bizarre notion that we have to have thousands of social media followers and we have to have all these people push the little button and give us a thumbs up like are we're you know we're not good and we're not worthy or they don't know what they're doing if they don't give us the thumbs up you know and um yeah that's not reality so i, I love that you said that and i think um i mean i'm thinking about you know when i was young and isolated and you know i felt like i had nobody there was one um, there was one person in particular who, who was my person. And I think our friendship mattered more to me than it did to her because she came from a good place and I came from a hard place and she had siblings and I didn't. And there's a lot of dynamics around, around that, you know, when you're, when you're alone and your friend, you know, is not alone. Um, but I want to encourage people, you know, go ahead and, um, and develop that relationship because that young girl, we met when we were 14, um, really became family to me. And it goes back to something you said earlier, Amber, about, you know, it doesn't have to be family. I created my, my family, right. you know, found my people and, and created it. And I want to encourage people to do that. They, they don't have to be blood relatives. There are wonderful, amazing people out there who you can form those kinds of relationships with. And, and I have a, a handful of people who, um, you know, are that for me. I call them sister girlfriends because, you know, it's, it's like, I guess, I don't really know what it's like to have a sister, but, uh, but it feels like that to me. So um, it, it that's exactly how it should feel is, is good. And you smile when you say it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because it's, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And, as, and at my age, where it's been decades, I mean, it hasn't been years, it's been decades, you do know each other. And like you with your friend, you don't have to be in touch all the time. I mean, the world is spinning awfully quickly and time can get away from us. But the good news is with your people, at least for me, when we do talk or text or we are actually together, it, we just pick right back up where we left off. 
just like no time has gone by whatsoever um, because that that connection is there, that relationship is there. And it's it's healing and it's um, uh, it's it just enriches your life. Yes, it does. Yeah, I think that's a great word. This is really, really good. I hope that I hope that people will start right now to try to find their people. And even in this time of pandemic and and all of this weirdness that we're going through, um, actually, I should say, especially because of all that, now would be the time, you know, to to look at, you know, just look at groups. And and is there a group that you resonate with? Um, A lot of, uh, like my hometown, somebody started a group, you know? And um, so it doesn't have to be something that you've, been through, although it can be, there are cancer survivor groups, there are divorce recovery groups, there are all kinds of, um, um, what do they get, like Alcoholics Anonymous, things like that, where where people can be supporting one another who have that kind of a situation. I'm telling you, there's probably a group for everything. People who love dachshunds, dogs, (laughs) there's a group for that, you know, so find your group, find your people. Anything you want to add to that before we... I just want to tell you one quick funny story. Um, I told you about my best friend and the way I met my best friend, we were both in college. So I was a young adult and I, my husband was telling me, you need to make some, some friend, you you know, he was being, he was being one of my people saying, you need to do this. Okay. It's good for you to get out. And, and I went into a class and there were some girls there. And I said, listen, my husband said, I needed a friend. Anybody interested? Like that's literally how this was. And she's opposite of me, introvert. Um, and she says, okay, maybe we can get a soda. And we've been <laughs> friends since then. <laughs> so oh. expect to plan it a particular way. Just put that effort um, to, to take that vulnerable step. And sometimes it'll come in ways we don't expect. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I love that story. I'm glad you shared that. Well, all right. I can hardly wait for tomorrow. So more hope tomorrow. Join us. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share with others and and just come alongside of us in helping people to live, love, survive, and thrive. See you next time.